seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Control, number one video game podcast in North Carolina. I'm one of your hosts this week, Brian Benfolds Daniels. Joining me across the universe on Skype is your other host, Todd JJJ Fortner. What's going on, man? What it do? What it do, man? How you feeling today, bro? What's going on, man? Oh, feeling good, man. The uh, plenty of rain this week in the DFW area. Our thoughts and prayers are with everybody going through the hurricane right now. That thing looks awful. I watched some live feed of that. And that uh, dude with the American flag who's headbanging the Slayer was back in this hurricane who went uh, viral last year. I saw that pop up on the internet this morning. American flag right. boxer shorts and headbanging. Some people are just uh, just crazy. I just I don't understand some people, but do what you do, man. Whatever, you, yeah. whatever makes you feel better. I just got to say, do what you do. How are you doing, yeah, man? man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, man. It's, well, you know. Uh, this is good, you know. It's been a long yeah. week, but it's been cool. Definitely, definitely a blessing as usual to, to fuck with you. And a specific shout out, my my little sis out there in North Carolina, man. You know, so Sybil, stay safe. It, I heard it's already been a few people that passed away, uh, unfortunately. So you know, like you said, our prayers and you know, well wishes go out. It's always a struggle when when floods come. I am from Louisiana, so we know, <laughs> you know. But everything gonna be all right. Uh, it's almost gonna mentioned be FEMA. All right. I almost mentioned FEMA. That would have been a mistake. But anyway, man. But uh, yeah, bro. So yeah, FEMA. It's, it's, uh... <laughs> nah, I mean, hey, man. Look, you know. So, uh, hopefully that goes goes by well, and and everybody's okay, man. But I'm doing good, man. That's it, it. Rained down here, but at least it ain't raining like that. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, my lawn is looking really green, and the weeds are growing everywhere. So I got to go kill some of those things today. Uh, you be careful with those weeds growing, man. You don't want nobody coming up on you and shooting you. I know, man. You got to re- be real careful in this world. I can be in my front yard. Somebody walk up and be like, "This is my house." Boom! My, and, hey, I saw weeds in his yard. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some dandelions. That makes him a bad person. Wait, Damn, what? Man. That doesn't connect. Yeah. That logic doesn't make sense. Oh, man. The world is crazy, and crazy cops are walking into crazy apartments and shooting people. That's why I'm glad Spider Cop exists. Me too. Me too. I love Spider Cop. Anyway, if this is your first time joining us, uh, we are Skip the Tutorial Video Game Show. What we usually do is get together and discuss what we've been playing, break down some news, and do a roundtable. This week's going to be a little bit different. We are going to still do the whole what we've been playing and break down some news. But our roundtable this week is actually a top seven for you guys. What's our top seven this week? Top seven comic book heroes. That's right. In uh, in in great in great celebration of the Spider-Man game. There it is, and there you have it. And then it comes together or to, organically, or in the immortal words of my friend Stacy, it comes together like booty cheeks. Yes. There you have it. Yes, yes, indeed. Absolutely, absolutely, it comes together like booty cheeks every single time. My favorite thing. Uh, hey, anyway, so let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. I know i got to wrap up some things from last week, but Todd, i got a question for you, my friend. What have you been playing since you beat Spider-Man? Well, and, that, and that's where the whole, man, Jaina Jonah Jameson is a fool. I can't wait until, you know, I know you're going to gush a little bit about Spider-Man, man. And 
I've been playing a, a little bit of Spider-Man. Went back, you know, we, after beating it. It's been a really fun experience going back and just getting additional tokens and stuff. But we finally got the Madden franchise going. It's unfortunate we nice. can't start to skip the tutorial, man. The franchise is just so much going on right now. You know how it is. Time. You know, hopefully as we keep doing this down the line, we can do more. But the Madden franchise finally got that going. And, and as you said in a previous episode, I, I think about it every time. And I was like one of my favorite RPGs when it comes to the franchise. Just building the team. That's a lot of fun to me. But you got to be able to beat ass to build a proper team. You can't suck. You know what I'm talking about? Got to keep it at least like that. So, and, you know, fucking with my boy Mike. So that's that's finally solidified getting that in a rotation. But I've I talked about this earlier. I had to make an executive decision and pick up Live 19. First. There it is. Right. You know, it's just it, several things. Like we'll probably talk about it in a later episode. <laughs> just uh, the loot box controversies in Belgium and all this other kind of shit. I'm sure, you know, if you listen to us, you may have heard about it, but you can look into it. But um, it's not a knock on 2K. Like I had to I had to do some soul searching a little bit because really I'm going to still end up getting 2K. I'm, I was on the fence like am I going to get it at all this year just due to time and I just want to be able to play like a basketball game. But I hadn't actually been able to log in online due to some error on my live anyway. So I'm out there. I'm like, okay, I got to have something. Plus, it's like people out there like Oreo Versace and uh, other folks that I at least got to get a game in. You know what I mean? What Win or lose, whatever. It is just be fun. I got to I gotta fuck with them. But the live thing, man, it just made me go back a little bit through through my gaming history, you know, in comparison. Because what's going on with 2K19 right now has just been on top for so long. A hundred dollars for the game and you get a hundred thousand virtual credits. It, it just came down to like a not emotional decision, but like a monetary and time wise decision to say, OK, I'm going to give this a chance, even though 2K is it's still a superior game. Right. But it's just like one of my favorite games is, is Live 95, 96. Right. Yeah. So to like see the resurgence of Live a little bit with 18 and knowing just how things in life are cyclical. It just it, it made me think about why did I really like go and get the the live this year, you know, other than just the money and rooting for it. And part of it was because Allen Iverson is 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 highlighted in a motherfucking live, man. All right. So just the whole full quick runaround real quick. You got to understand the kids ain't been alive. Live 95 comes out. There's no Jordan on there. Golden State Warriors are the best motherfucking team on there. Anybody that ever played that game knows. Latrell Sprewell was like Michael Jordan since Michael Jordan. They couldn't get the rights for Michael Jordan to be on the game. And that Golden State Warriors team was a beast. But you got to think about the era in real life with basketball, too. We got the 95-96 Bulls out, 72-10 and 10 team. You got teams like with, with Luke Longley and I'm a Bulls fan. So, I, you know, this was my era, like Tony Kukoc, 6'11", European shooter, Dennis Rodman, you know. <laughs> oh, Rodman, man. I miss Rodman. The whole nine. Like, I'm, I'm going off on this thing because basketball is like one of my first loves. And it's that season in 2K19 right now is like a big deal, right? Some people, some content creators strictly live off of 2K. They get yep. money. Like it's a, it's a YouTuber I watch right now. His name is It's Reese. Please check him out if you fuck with 2K, man. That motherfucker is funny. I've mentioned him before. This will probably be the last time. You know what I mean? But um, it's just kind of funny the momentum that 2K has based on the changes in content creating too, and how that can kind of drive the game in people's pockets. 
So for me, I was just like, okay, I don't have to. I don't have to get so caught up in that right now because, I mean, with our channel, we just talk about what we want to talk about and try to keep it real with what's going on and have time. You know what I mean? But um, anyway. So have you, have you been enjoying it? Yeah. From what I could play. Yeah, definitely. Like if it was for the fact that I could the fact that I can't get online right now because of this error, I didn't try to take my game off. Load it back up. I mean, that's unacceptable. So now, yeah, yeah. you know, I have to get 2K. I was going to probably get it anyway, you know, just to play with my cousins and my friends and shit like that. But I'm going to have to get 2K. But it is and it's disappointing, though, because honestly, if I would have been able to log in, I probably wouldn't even be tripping by 2K for quite quite some time. Yeah. Because I can play all offline modes. I can still beef up my character. It's a few things. I mean, the face scan is horrible. But it's a smooth, beautiful game, actually. You know, how's but the for $60, uh, how's the mechanics feel in this one? The mechanic, yes. the gameplay is still subpar to two K nineteen okay. objectively, right? But it's smooth enough, and it's a lot of fun to me. Like I still can have fun, and the idea that I know that they'll patch it down the line and yeah. fix some things. Yeah. You know, it was my I was sitting here in a deal around the back pass, and just inadvertently, I was like, ooh, you know. So it it's things in there that'll give you that feeling. And it, that's what I'm saying. Like, it brought me back. It does bring me back to, like, the original live feeling a little bit. Back with those teams and everything, you know. And it made me think about just the basketball game in general and, and the era from when I was a kid and the era now. Like, now Golden State Warriors are the version of the Bulls. They're just a different type of version of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and they're going to dominate in 2K. But, uh I don't know, man. Like, I, I got to support anything with Allen Iverson on it. I, I know I want a little bit extra on the on the rambling with the 2K and live. You know what I'm saying? But I just had to try to fit in some shit and let some people know that I'm, I'm going to fuck with the 2K. But I can't really just fully co-sign on everybody spending gobs and gobs of money for no reason without supporting yeah. competition. Yeah, I mean, That's it. competition is great for every industry, and especially in video games when you have two competing I mean, we've seen this happen all the time with, um, I mean, I wish, like, I miss good wrestling games, and 2K kind of has the WWE thing locked down, so right now you don't get a whole lot of, like, good wrestling games, you just get 2K every year with WWE, it's the same thing with hockey, like, you don't get hockey games anymore, I mean, it's, it's, it's really sad that we don't have a competition in the sports market, like, NBA Live seems to be kind of the only competition against 2K. And which is why I automatically support it. That's a good point. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of a lockdown. They've got a lockdown on a lot of things, man. And it's like I think Big Willie, you know, Big Willie fan of the show, he talks about constantly wanting college football back on his video games. Like those were great games. I played them. I played those back in the day, back in the back in the Xbox original Xbox days. I played those games. And outside of that, I mean, you know, it's it's just kind of a sad era when you've got sports games that are making money on free-to-play models, but you're still spending 60 and $70 and $100 on these games. And then you're still spending more money on top of that when live exists. And live, I mean, you, you said it yourself, it may be subpar in some ways, but sometimes you got to support the competition so that things get better for for the market. Like, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, just things get better over time. If there was another wrestling game out there, if there was another hockey game out there, if there's another college football game out there, for sure, man, like, that would be good. 
at the end of the day, that's just good good business for everybody because competition drives competition. I think Netflix was talking about it with uh, you know because Disney's doing their own streaming service, and they're like somebody asked the CEO of Netflix, they're like, "What do you feel about Disney starting their own streaming service and pulling all their stuff off of your platform?" And they said it's just going to drive more people to us too. Once Disney starts, like it's just going to drive more people to stream for Netflix as well because they're going to start looking at other streaming services. And that's how we should be looking at it is competition is healthy for everybody, really. Like, as long as people aren't practicing in predatory practices and stuff like that, competition is a good thing. Well, so- and that's the thing. And I mean, specific to live in the 2K debate for me, I, I and I'm a be careful because I hadn't even played 2K19 yet other than a prelude, prelude. So I did get a little bit of feel for it. And I mean, I've been playing 2K since it came out when Iverson was on the cover on Dreamcast for sake. I've been playing it since the very beginning. So I get it. And I, I've been tapering off of it really honestly for the past four years, trying to stay away from the predatory practices. But it's that's the thing, man. It's just, uh, I can't spend $134. And this year, I probably even when I get 2K from what I understand and what I saw is uh, I might just get in my career more and then I feel a little bit better. I mean, I got to get it just just off the fact it's still too. I mean, live can't uh, I can, I'm going to get both. Fuck it. I did it last year. Right. But and it's the 20th year anniversary. I want the physical uh, the copy, you know, the whole nine. But something we cannot give up on trying to figure out a way for them not to charge us gobs and gobs of money on 2k that whole gambling brain thing man it's a reason why the other countries are talking about okay this is an issue it may be something we need to look into and as we saw in spider-man you can get extra hype and marketing for your product where you want to drive people to purchase and spend it additional funds without it feeling as if you're being raped with no vaseline yeah 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 absolutely absolutely you could get people excited you can sell how much you said what the other day spider-man's like one of the fastest selling games of all time yes yeah from what i saw it beat out god of war like that's incredible (laughs) i mean think about the argument we're having this year over game of the year the game of the year argument is over two triple a exclusive games that's incredible these are system sellers so you think about that. We paid 60 bucks for each game because we bought it brand new. There are people who are legitimately going out to buy PlayStations just to buy play this game. I had a buddy the As other they day. they should. I had a buddy the other day. He's like, yeah, I saw all the selfies on Spider-Man. I'm a big Spider-Man fan. I haven't owned a console since the original Xbox. I went out and bought a PlayStation, the Spider-Man PlayStation, just so I could play it. What was the quote that you said, Loki? Loki said, "Oh yeah, Loki, man, our, our our one of our OGs, one of our OG STT guys. He said, God of War is the reason to own a PlayStation. Spider Man is the reason why we play video games. It just like that kind of hit me in a real heartfelt way, you know? Like it really kind of is that. Like well, you talked about it the other day, man. I mean, you talked about it in doing the comparison. I guess we can get into the Spider Man talk now, but the the comparison of Spider-Man is the Mario, while God of War is the Legend of Zelda. Very kind of what it feels like right now. Yeah, definitely feels like that right now. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard to compare though, man. Ah, that's it a, is. It's hard to compare them. It is. It's hard to compare them right now because they're totally they're so different. They're such different experiences, and we're so fresh off of Spider-Man. But every time I pop that game in, man, I got I got I do have one more suit to unlock. 
Yeah, me too. Uh, I think I've got one more suit to unlock. I've got. I'm almost to the point where I've unlocked all the skills. So bro, I've yeah, got one yeah, skill got, to unlock. Me too. Me too. Man, that white ultimate, uh, the white 2099 suit. Uh, oh, anyway, man. I mean, go ahead. Okay, so okay, yeah. T- let's wrap up your experience because I'm with, with, with Spider Man. Okay, so I beat it on Thursday afternoon, and. I would just say this, the story, story-wise, because we talked about a big Spider-Man fan. I'm a big Spider-Man fan. That was like one of my, between Spider-Man and X-Men, like, those were my first introductions into, like, hero comics and hero shows. And it was because of the animated show on Fox Kids. Both of them. I watched both the X-Men animated series and the Spider-Man animated series. And so, like, I know way more about Spider-Man and X-Men because of that, because that's all I used to read, too, as a kid, was Spider-Man and X-Men. And then, of course, Batman, I got into that because of Michael Keaton, and, like, had all those toys as well. But Spider-Man was kind of that first one that I really, like, I guess, if you will, like, geeked out on. Now, we've talked about this. I'm a bit of a geek. So, when I love something, I really dive into it. Like, I really figure everything out about that world. And Spider-Man was that first universe that I really did a deep dive on, like, as a kid. And, like, well, I do want to know who Craven is. And I want to know their backstory. And I want to know who Doc Ock is. And just, like, I wanted to know who these people were. So the way they did this one, with the story, with the overall structure of it. And, you know, I think I said this to you. It's the best Spider-Man movie yet. And it really is. It's it's one of my favorite Spider-Man stories, just in general. Outside of the gameplay, outside of the swinging, outside of the stuff that we already love, the combat, just overall, it's one of my favorite Spider-Man stories of all time. The thing that I will say that I could knock it for is the boss fights were a little too easy for my taste. They were not very... like I, I had struggles in the beginning of the game uh, when I was trying to figure out how to be Spider-Man, but once you lock that down... Those boss fights become, and they're still regular everyday fights between you and the thugs or the the sable people or the criminals who escape, like, they become very simple fights. There's, there's no challenge to them. However, they're still fun. The Doc Ock fight is still one of my favorite things in the world. That whole fight is a blast. You know, as easy as it is, it's the dialogue between you and Doc Ock that's going down that makes that fight just a blast and so much fun um it's it's the swinging around the city it's listening to jay jonah jameson's podcast jay jonah jameson's podcast bro that shit is fucking i love it man that shit it makes me think about our podcast but it does (laughs) no i mean just podcasting in general and it's just oh man uh especially after i beat it and they still had some Jay Jonason podcast running and specifically what he's saying with it is hilarious to me, bro. That shit, the way they have it set up as the podcast, man, bro. Jay Jonah Jameson is hilarious, dude. It's it's it's, it's ridiculous, man. It's so good. And then Yuri, Yuri Watanabe, like the conversations you're still having with her, like when she calls you and finally like succeeds to calling you Spider Cop. It's just amazing. And then you. Of course, being Peter Parker, you take it one step too far. Uh, and you keep well, this is it the up. thing, man. This is the thing. Um, because I know we don't normally just put like numbers on stuff. We don't really always just review stuff like that. But I know you felt like we might need to rate this one. So I'm going to yeah. put you on the spot. What, what, what would you put it at? So I've got two ratings for this thing. 
um, because the story was very heartfelt and emotional and the Spider-Man story and et cetera, et cetera. And I just fell in love with this game and the selfie mode alone was kind of worth the cost of admission for me. You saw all my Facebook posts, all those selfie posts I put up. Uh, subjectively speaking, it's a 10 out of 10 because I just, it reminds me it's such an old school method of gaming and just like, it takes very like well-worn concepts, but executes them extremely well. And objectively speaking, I'd land about a 9.5. There's just some things in there that just, there's a, there's a few glitches in it. Um, There's a few game breaking moments. Like I said, the boss fights themselves while fun and while a lot of fun to experience were just, there's no real challenge to them. Um, I loved them. I loved them though. I did too. Like that's the hard part, but I'm also a guy who likes a challenge in my fights. Um, you know, I, I like to feel like I've accomplished something, and I felt like I accomplished something by playing through the storyline, but I never felt like I accomplished something by beating a boss. Like, that's kind of what I'll say. Uh, but I would land at about a 9.5. I mean, it's going to make it a hard game of the year for me. Uh, just, I'm going to have to touch both God of War and Spider-Man before we get into that discussion in December, because those were just... Because that was, I mean, God of War... <laughs> Some of those boss battles were extremely challenging, and for somebody like if you're looking for challenges like that, yeah, maybe it was just you know. And like you said, we we talked about it in the last episode, man. I, I would, I was gonna fall on a solid nine, but then you brought up a good point of the selfie mode, and that alone took me to a nine point five. You already know this is, on, I mean, yeah. If I'm if we're gonna put a number on it, I can't put. I put God Award ten. I can't put it at ten. Yeah, for yeah. several reasons. So we we kind of already talked about it because at that point, like when we recorded before, I, I didn't even realize how close I was to beating it. So I've had I, I gave it some time to like step away from it and went back to it to you know do the side missions, and it just it still feels so great. I don't I'm, this one Red Dead Redemption definitely has some true competition this year because if yep. Red Dead Redemption is boring in any way, it's I mean. Psh- I'll just play Spider-Man DLC. Yeah, like Spider-Man DLC is coming out. I will say this, and this is another mark for me for Spider-Man, is the fact is is that this is the first game I've ever been super excited about DLC. Like, I want more DLC. I want to be in that universe more. I and don't... if Red Dead Redemption tries to charge us, if there's something different that changes due to GTA, mm-hmm. another another strike. And, and you know how I am about, you know, the developers over there, man. Yeah. Like these are some of my favorite games. So I'm rooting for it, but that's how great Spider-Man is. And that's how much fun I had with God of War. They just, uh, it's going to be a, this is one of the best years I could think of to try to think about what's going to be game of the year. It's going to be fun when that rolls around, man, we start doing that. And I'm, but, I'm real interested to see where our takes are going to be on red dead. Cause I recently played through red dead. Uh, the first one, um, or the second one, red dead redemption. I recently played through that this year. We talked about it on the show, and it's been a while for you since you've played through Red Dead Redemption. So I'm kind of curious to see where the how that will affect the perspective when it comes out, the second one. Yeah, and see, that's the thing. I don't know. Like I, I spent so much time with Red Dead originally, though, so it's not like I both beat, beat it multiple times. I got the Undead DLC. I played online. I mean, I, I got enough of Red Dead yeah, um, yeah. To, to know. And, I mean, it's probably good. I don't know. We'll see. It looks like it's going to be beautiful. I just hope 
that they can pull it together like they always do, you know, um, and put even more pressure on us. And then Assassin's Creed Odyssey comes out. Yep. You know, that's one of the personal things. It comes out earlier in the month. Oh, man. And then the DLC drops. Fallout 76 is coming out. Fucking crazy. But that's the doing they thing, you know. So it's an exciting year, man. Um, I guess this dragged on a little bit longer than we both anticipated, yeah, man. that's all right. Don't, <laughs> don't worry. <laughs> one of them days, man. Yeah, we'll be back with some news, though. Uh, so stick yeah. around for the news. Digital titties, Cambodia. <laughs> Support for today's episode comes from Sneak In Game Energy. Ever felt like you've had your plug pulled from drinking too many sugary energy drinks? We've all been there. Getting that in-game crash sucks. Time for a healthier alternative. Sneak Energy is a completely sugar-free formula that gives you an intense energy boost without the crash. The powder formula is packed with vitamins, minerals, amino acids to sharpen your focus and enhance your reaction times. Just add water, mix, and dominate. Sneak is also way cheaper than regularly canned energy drinks. At just 87 cents a serving, you can get a boost for much, much less. Plus, the flavors are seriously explosive. Choose from Cherry Bomb, Blue Raspberry, or the Mystery Stealth Edition. Whatever your game, fuel it with Sneak. Head to wearesneak.com and use code STT for 10% off orders over $30. That's W-E-A-R-E-S-N-E-A-K.com. And use STT at checkout for 10% off orders over $30. Sneak into the game. I don't know if that's their tagline, but I made them a tagline. I don't know, man. I don't know. It just, it every time you do it, it, <laughs> it really, it, you you go to where you need to go yes. to get it out. I can dig it. I go to um, Ric Flair. I need to, I actually, man, woo! Woo! No, no, these real really appreciate the support from sneak man i really need to go ahead and um i really need to go ahead and, and reorder some stuff and um yeah man yeah sneak. yeah it's becoming that winter time too i need the sneak energy so i can remake it through we are we we happy few i need to get through we happy few well and for real man it really does work it, it doesn't feel so heavy on you say it all the time if you really gaming trying to just lock in some healthy focus it, it's just it does feel like a healthier choice i really enjoy their product i really enjoy their line i really you know i pre- appreciate the support sincerely I want to give some away. Um, yeah. I'll probably do that once I order it, you know, that. And I figured out my giveaway for the gift card. Man. But We Are Sneak is dope, man. Check them out on Instagram, on Facebook. Order some stuff from them. And please use our code to get that discount, man. Y'all are dope and we love you. Yep. I poured some sneak on my rose bushes and they tried to kill me. All right. Enjoy the show. Just kidding. Sneak doesn't make plants come alive and try to kill you. Hey, welcome back to Skip the Tutorial, where we're going to be breaking down to some news for you. Some news. We're still number one in North Carolina. Um, but if you're looking for emergency services, don't call us. Don't call us. Man, man I was watching River Monsters last night just to finish up with Cambodia, and I, I died because he was just like, he's on the Mekong River in Cambodia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love I that. about that. You go get some fish out of the Mekong. Out of the Mekong River. Uh, River monsters. I wonder if they have big catfish. I love catfish. Uh, Probably not. Uh, But anyway, 
I'm going to stop Maybe being stupid. Maybe catfish are everywhere, man. That is true. They're bottom feeders, man. They just go everywhere. They just... Goddamn catfish. Man. <laughs> oh, catfish. Oklahoma, the noodling. People sticking their arms in catfish's mouth. That's so weird. That's so weird to me. You stick your arm in a hole just to get a catfish out. I don't understand that was, it. That was on the, the previous uh, River Monster episode. I think, I think, are you watching River Monster on Prime Video as well? <laughs> no, but now I'm going to start. Okay. Now I'm going to start. <laughs> no, it's, it's been rotating in the front of the house a lot. I've been watching. Anyway, Mekong and Cambodia. Shout out one more time. I got to ask a question on the, the River Monsters, though. Do they have an episode dedicated to Alligator Gar? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. believe so. Now I'm going to have to watch it. Yeah. I hope there's no river monsters in North Carolina, man. I hope not. Yeah, no, definitely not. I heard that the sharks got if pulled up into the to the hurricane this year too. So they got Sharknado for real. Uh, but I, look, man, I know I've talked to a lot of people. It's a lot of zombie apocalypse prepared folks out there. There's strong people out there, so they'll be okay. They'll be all right. Just go fishing. Absolutely, just go fishing. Yeah. Just go riding the boat and fish. Let's do it. All right, talking about news, though. Let's roll that news segment. Channel 4 News with five-time Emmy Award-winning anchor, Ron Burgundy. Cham Kynes, Hortz. Rick Tamlin, Weather. And your reporter in the field, Brian Fantana. It's Channel 4 News at 6 o'clock. Anchorman news segment for the win. Anchorman. I need to watch that movie yeah. again. It's been a while. Yep. Uh, first piece of news Thanks. is the uh, Nintendo Switch Online service doesn't guarantee cloud game backups if membership to the service expires. They also say that in order to play the NES games offline, you're going to have to check in once a week. Check in once a week. Uh, don't know a full list of games yet that will require the service to play online or which games support cloud save until it launches. So that's just a piece, couple pieces of information for that. We'll get a little bit more into what Nintendo announced this week with Nintendo Direct. Um, next piece of news, Black Ops 4 Beta has launched. Todd, I know you're all about Black Ops. I know you're all about no. Call of Duty and Black Ops. And just I, I know you've been all over it, haven't you? I haven't had time for that, man. Me neither. <laughs> I just haven't. I haven't, man. Um, Me neither. Yeah. I'm just, I don't care. I don't care. Does it bad for me that I don't give a shit? I don't think so. I don't I care. I think that's your per- personal preference and prerogative. I'm glad that they put like Battle Royale. Like Brown. You do what you want to do. Do what you want to do. I'm no, not that singing that right at all. No, yeah, I'm no, not singing bro, that right no, at all. No, Bobby Brown just, just did some yeah. crack. To yeah. try to get over that. <laughs> no, Bobby Brown, I think he's sober now. I think he just smoked. It's my prerogative. How about that? It was closer. I do what I want to do. That's right. Okay, this is going down a dark path. I it forgot really who is. We were. Black is. Ops 4. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know. Who, hold on. Uh, have you? Did you play it at all? No, no don't I don't care. Pre-order? I don't yeah, no, I don't just, care. Yeah. They put a battle royale. Either. They put a battle royale mode. I don't care. I'd rather play another Lego game. Like, yeah. If it, somebody's listening, let us know if Black Ops Four is dope. Yeah, please do. Like, I want a Lego Battle Royale game. Let's do that. Lego Battle Royale. Mm. That'll be a better version. Mm. Thinking emoji. <laughs> Did you just say thinking emoji? The speak of the future. We're gonna talk in emoji speak. That's what's going on. Emojis and gifs. 
<laughs> Ten thousand years from now, to look at it as if you know it's hieroglyphs. Look at that hieroglyphs. <laughs> look at those. What does this peach mean? It must mean that they were bountiful <laughs> in the spring and they have eggplants. What is this what eggplant? Eggplants There's an eggplant followed by some water. I don't understand. And a peach. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> Nothing makes sense anymore. Why does the poop what have eyes? <laughs> Did they really enjoy their poop? Were they a poop culture? You know what? We kind of are. We really kind of are. We enjoy our poop. Um, all right. Next piece of news. <laughs> For all you budget gamers out there, Walmart's currently selling a Dell gaming laptop with a GTX 1060 for $880. The reason I put this on there is because I know people have talked about it. We got our own gaming laptops, right? I love my Omen. Never going to trade it out for anything until it's obsolete which will be years from now because of the stuff they put in here but if you're on a budget and you're looking for a good gaming laptop 880 dollars for something with a gtx 1060 is a great deal i've never seen these things under a grand like ever like and especially at walmart like you can just go into a walmart any walmart and just pick one up maybe check to see if they have it first but whatever this is a great deal i know people have been talking about getting into pc gaming it's kind of a good way to do it is a laptop these days like mm-hmm. you can build a desktop for cheaper but if you're on the move because we got people in the trucking community who listen to us if you're on the move this is a great setup to have i 100 percent promise you that this is a fantastic setup to have um all right so time to break down the real portion of the news we're talking about the nintendo direct announcements a lot came out from nintendo direct including their online service we'll get into that todd i'm excited luigi's mansion 3 is coming to to switch in 2019 i'm super excited about that that was on cnn that's a big news if it was on cnn that's what i'm saying that must mean it's important and well, wolf blitzer on cnn yeah and he's in the new mission impossible movie oh wow he makes a cameo and it's hilarious rp rp superman yeah stick around for more breaking news this is wolf blitzer that's all he says. He's just always like, this is breaking news. Everything's breaking. I mean, that's, that's why he's that's why he gets paid the big bucks, bro. I had a turkey sandwich for lunch. Breaking news after this. Good job, Wolf. You think he talks like that at home to his family? Probably, man. His first name is Wolf. Yeah. I mean, that just automatically demands respect. It really does. My name is Wolf. His last name is Blitzer. He sounds, he sounds like a like, military move. He sounds like a football player from Compton. Thank you. I love it. A lot linebacker. And then you see him and he's just an old white dude with glasses. And you're like, you crazy, man. That's a hell of a name, Wolf Blitzer. Sounds like a military formation. We're going to do the Wolf Blitzer today, fellas. Yeah, man. So what's crazy is Kirby's extra epic yarn coming to the 3DS. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Yes, Kirby's extra epic Hold yarn. Throw it out, man. Throw it out. It's been that kind of week. It really is. Yeah, Kirby's extra, extra, ep- extra epic yarn. Kirby's epic yarn was a Wii game. It was a Nintendo Wii game. So they're porting it to the 3DS. I never played it. I don't really know much about it. Um, it's a Kirby game, though, so I'll probably play it. I like the Kirby games. The one this year was a bit of a disappointment as a Kirby fan, but I still enjoyed it. Still, you know, enjoyed my time with it. Uh, original Luigi's Mansion is coming to the Nintendo 3DS. This I'm super excited about because the original Luigi's Mansion is one of my favorite games of all time. I love Luigi's Mansion. Such a blast. It's the best Mario game. Just going to say that. 
It's the best Mario game. Uh, Splatoon 2 is getting some new updates along with the new map. Don't really care. But that was announced. If you like Splatoon 2, let us know why we should play it. Or why we should get it. If that's your thing. I played the original Splatoon. Loved it. Had no interest in Splatoon 2 whatsoever. Uh, Mega Man 11 is going to have amiibo support. Can't wait for Mega Man 11. Mario Tennis Aces is getting some new characters, Todd. I know you're excited about this. They're getting Birdo, Shy Guy, Koopa Paratroopa, and PD Piranha. I always wanted to play tennis as a piranha plant. PD Piranha. Now they need to put PD Pablo in this and let's, let's go full circle. Let's just go full circle. <laughs> My wife's never seen that. I'm still trying to convince her to watch it. I love that movie. I do. What was the name of the plant? Ob- Audrey. Audrey? Yeah, and then it was Seymour, and then they had Fine, Fine Gina from the Martin in there, and, and yeah. Pam Junk in the trunk. That's yep. right. Classico. Classic, anyway, man. yes. And they had yep. uh, Steve Martin as a crazy dentist. Um, Capcom <laughs> beat-em-up bundle. will include Final Fight, The King of Dragons, Captain Commando, Knights of the Round, and Warriors of Fate. I'm excited about Final Fight going to be on the Switch. I wanted the Capcom beat em up bundle. We have a whole top seven dedicated to favorite beat em up games. I don't think Final Fight did. Final Fight didn't make either one of our lists, did it? I don't know. It might have been an honorable lynch mention on yours, I think. I think. I'd have to go back and see. Yeah. I think so. I think one of them did, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I like our list, though. I yeah. Like our list, it, I, our list was up. better. We should make it's an STT fight em bundle. I didn't, didn't say that, but I'm with you. And. I think it's it's Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage weren't weren't it, I, I put it up on the fucking page. I should know this. Mine's getting bad. Streets of Rage is that going to be on the Switch? Uh, yeah, I think so. Because honestly, like out of all this shit, like I really don't care about a lot of this shit. Like anything that has to do with the um the games that they're talking about right now, I like the idea it's going to be online and the service. The price point of the service seems cool from what I can see. I think it's twenty dollars a year. I think I saw something like thirty four dollars and ninety nine cents for like a family bundle or something like that. Um, yeah. I might be excited for like one one game that I really really heard. I heard. But yeah, did you find the Streets of Rage? Yeah, Streets of Rage four on the Switch. Streets of Rage four. Yes, it's happening. As far as beat em ups, that's gonna be the beat em up I'm gonna end up getting. I can just see it. Axel. Yes. Yes, Axel. Uh New Super Mario Brothers U is being remastered for the Switch. That's like, dope. That's cool. I'm I'm gonna get that. Katamari Domacy is being remastered for the Switch. Oh my god, I can't wait. Oh, I love Katamari Domacy. You wanna talk about a game that's just insanely fun? And just a meditative experience. That's all this game is. It's just meditation. You just you just roll things into big balls. That's all you do. That's all you do. You just land on a planet and you just roll things into giant balls. I'm okay That's with this. That's what she said. That is That's what she said. That is absolutely what she said. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good alley oop there, brother. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh but the it's the office. first time that Katamari Damacy has appeared on any type of uh Nintendo platform. It's always been a Sony thing. Um, Nintendo Switch Online is launching September 18th, so three days from this recording, two days from this episode that it came out. Uh, they will be releasing NES Joy-Cons for members only. Members yeah. only of the online s- service. That looks now cool. Now that's dope. 
That's dope. I thought that was cool. How much is the price? Now, how much is it? I think it was like two for like 60 bucks. Am I tripping? No, I think you're right. Uh, let me see. Hold on. You can only get it if you're a member, though. I believe. Uh, NES Joy-Con price. Let's see. Here we go. From Daily Star. Release date. Uh, price information. Yeah, I don't care about ad blockers. Lord have mercy. Uh, it's sixty dollars. Um, for two, it is sixty dollars for two, just like you said. They look cool too, and they're wireless. Yeah, dude, I love them. I love the look of them. They just look like the old controller, and they got the little shoulder buttons on them now. Oh man, for real? Yeah, and they're gonna have a uh, rechargeable battery, so they're wireless rechargeable batteries. I'm excited about that, dude. That looks good. Me I'm too, gonna have man. to get some of those. It's something about classic shit. It really is. Done right. Nostalgia, man. Uh, Game Freak, the developers of Pokemon, they're creating a new RPG for the Switch. Hesitantly, it's called Town right now. I'm sure that's going to change. I can't imagine people getting excited about a game called Town. Um, Still, it could happen. Who knows? People got excited about weirder games, in my opinion. People get excited about that. What's that? The Crackdown 3. People are excited all... The internet's blown up about that. I'm not a. I don't really? Know. Yeah. With dude. Terry Crews? Yeah, the old Reddit. Like I was President visiting. Camacho. Yeah, people are like flipping out about that. Well, after it was announced, people were flipping out how excited they were for it. And I was just like, I don't see why. That's but... the Xbox exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. See, I guess my Facebook algorithm is off because I haven't seen anything about that. Oh, it wasn't on Facebook. It was on Reddit. It was all okay. over Reddit. Well, after it was announced. I told uh, you, man. I got to start checking my Reddit account. Me too. Oh, wait. I check it every day. Every time I wake up. First thing I check. I'm usually looking for news because if big news happens, it'll be like, oh, okay. That's going to be on the top of Reddit. So that's what I always check. Uh, City Skylines has released for the Switch. Have not played that. Uh, the Yoshi game that was announced uh, has now got a title. Yoshi's Crafted World. Uh, they haven't told us what it's about. But in my mind, I think it's Yoshi means Minecraft. I'm completely making that up. I have no idea what it is, but I think that would be hilarious. Is Yoshi and Minecraft together? Uh, last couple pieces of news from the Nintendo Direct. Oh my god, Final Fantasy 7 and 12 are coming to the Switch. Goodbye all my time. Goodbye all my time. Final Fantasy 7, I have played and beaten that game 700 times, and I will buy it for the Switch and play and beat it again. That is just what's going to happen. And Final Fantasy 12. Yup, 100%. The Zodiac Age, I will buy that for the Switch as well. That being said, there's a whole bunch of Final Fantasy games coming for the Switch. I'm excited for that. Final Fantasy, you've come back home to Nintendo. That's what that's what we've always wanted since the Super Nintendo. And then last piece of news, Animal Crossing on the Switch in 2019. And I'm sold. I'm sold. I love the Animal Crossing games. They're a lot of fun. They're really relaxed. You get into debt, though. Those games put you into debt. Not not real debt, but Animal Crossing debt. Because you buy a house, and then you get a job. And I don't know why. It's something about coming home to play a game that I'm just doing things I would do in real life anyway. It's really strange. Except you're an animal. Maybe it's because I always wanted to be a, a, a walking chicken. Or, you know, a talking I'm going to stop cow. you right there. I'm going I'm to stop you right there. Yes. Just so you don't go too far, Yes, bro, you should. Because you're my friend. You should. Okay? You should. It's okay. You should. Okay. Um, I'm excited about City Skylines, so I kind of want to see what that feels like um, on the whole list. Maybe Mega Man 11. 
I'm excited uh, about Mega Man and 11. And I might try Luigi's Mansion. Most likely out of the Mario 2, probably New Super Mario Bros. You, but I'm just more excited just to see the online service period because I'm so locked into my PS4 right now. And I love trying to find reasons to pick up my Switch, but it has been over there now. Not it's not only the dock, but it's also my Switch that's been like, pick me up, touch me. So hopefully, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, it's actually it's exciting. I'm looking forward to it. But Spider Man kind of got me, man. I'm looking. I'm looking forward to to seeing what's up with that. And I know it's, uh, Odyssey is going to be crazy. So you know, well for and me, I, and I have to. Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say it's the Final Fantasy announcement. It was big for me. That was like the biggest thing for me. Just having that portable and available with actual tactile controls and not on a cell phone. Like, absolutely 100% sold. What was the last point you were going to make, Todd? I completely forgot that quick. I started thinking about Ghost Rider riding a flaming mammoth. Yes, yes. Uh, Ghost Rider. God, Ghost Rider's awesome. Oh, the new Doctor Strange series. I was going to tell everybody on the show. You got to read it. It's so good. So good. Hell Comes to Earth. It's a really, really good series. Blade's in it. Blade and Ghost Rider teaming up. Hilarious dynamic. Let me just say, Blade and Ghost Rider don't get along very well. Blade and Ghost Rider are kind of crazy. My favorite, my favorite duo in the world. And now I realize I want a comic book just with Blade and Ghost Rider having to be teamed up like Cable and Deadpool. That's all I want. That would be a fantastic book. They would just I think Blade would just yeah, cut man. Ghost Rider's head off all the time. <laughs> He'd be like, you stupid idiot. You stupid flaming skull. Hey, that's been this week's <laughs> edition of the news. Uh stick around for our top seven comic book here. Welcome back to Skip the Tutorial, where we're breaking down our top seven favorite comic book characters. Top seven favorite comic book characters, Todd. Me and you have both spent a lifetime reading comics. Our entire lives. I still buy them. I still buy them. Yep. Regularly. Yep. I go to the comic yep. shop and I'll pick something up. Uh, people, people, people at the comic shop have gotten real strange lately, though. I'll be real honest. See a lot of red hats up there. Uh, maybe I'm just going to the wrong comic book shop. Maybe I'm just going no, to the wrong one. I mean, no, man. It's it's nothing's nothing's new under the sun. <laughs> That's true. Uh, other than and other than openness, no, man. This was this was like an impossible list for me to do, though, man. Dude, this I'm is with an impossible you. one. So we just kind of gotta, you know, throw the needles up and pick them up. Well, other than the top two, that that'll always be my top two. But my number, my number one will always be my number one. Uh, yeah, for, for damn sure. Just one of my favorite characters of all time. But Todd, let's get this list started. What's your number seven? T'Challa, Black Panther, Woo! Wakanda Forever, bitch. Wakanda yeah. Forever. You still, if you have not seen the Black Panther movie, go check it out. It's really freaking good. It's freaking fantastic. Uh, Black Panther is a great, great selection, dude. Absolutely amazing selection. You know, some of these and Marvel in general, like the idea of the social commentary behind the the characters themselves has always been impressive impressive and some of these some of these on this list i would be lying 
if I said it wasn't kind of influenced a little bit by the actual Marvel Cinema Universe as well as of the, the comic books as well. Yeah, so yeah. Black Panther, I got to put that one on. I got to put him on there, man. Come on, bro. Now, I couldn't go home without putting him on, <laughs> put him on the list. That's the truth. Look now, at the poster. It's there. I'm going to expand on it a little bit because my number seven is also Black Panther. It's T'Challa, Black Panther. I'm going to expand on it just a little bit. One of my favorite things about Black Panther ever is, you know, the character is fantastic. The The movie was amazing. The We've talked about this before at length regarding the movie and just, you know, the, the entire sequence with the casino sequence still being one of my favorites and the very last few, the very last, like, showdown in Wakanda being really badass. Uh, but the story and the history behind Black Panther, as far as Stan Lee standing up to the comics code when he puts out this Black Panther book, and they say, you got to have a white character in your book. So he says, I'll give you a white character. And he puts the first villain of the Black Panthers, the KKK. Still so badass. Basically, Stan Lee giving them the giant middle finger. And I love every minute of that. Social commentary, genius. Yes. Respect to this, the great Stan Lee. Absolutely. So that's our number sevens. Now, what's your number six, Todd? Man, uh, you know I like to split my list sometimes, man. So it's it's Iron Man and, and War Machine split down the middle. I mean, but Tony they go Stark, so well together. That's you the know thing. what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I can't say Iron Man without the War Machine suit specifically because I mean that's that's like my phone screensaver. Like for the past yeah. five, years. I'm, I'm lame like that. So I got to put War Machine up there. I mean, it's just something about it, bro. I mean, that's it. That's my number six. War Machine, dude, such a good freaking character. Uh, Rhodey, man. Rhodey, James Rhodes. Uh, Iron Man, too, man. Like, Iron Man, the the amazing thing for me is Iron Man's always been good and did not mm-hmm. get popular till the Robert Downey Jr. stuff. That was kind of a weird test of the waters for them. I mean, that and Blade, obviously. Blade's an also mention for me. Uh, I definitely would say Iron Man was on a higher level than like a Blade, though. Iron yeah. Man had a had a com- uh, like had the cartoon, so Iron Man was he was a niche character. Yeah, for comic book fans, Iron Man has always been one of the doper characters. I think it's just the idea that it's a normal man that made himself into yeah. a superhero, which the cinema, the universe, the Marvel universe, kind of built on that, and that was a great way to start the whole, you know. It was a fantastic. Uh, it was the right way to do it. Looking back, exactly. On it. And you know, I, I I don't know how many times I've watched fucking. I've been binge watching the Avengers. I said when we talked about Avengers: Infinity War, it might not be my favorite movie. As Black Panther is my favorite movie, but I was gonna watch this movie the most. So I mean, you know, watching the bonus features with this shit really kind of laid it even more down. How dope the Iron Man is, man. But what's your number six, my brother? My number six is Spawn. My number six is Spawn. I absolutely Woo! love Spawn. I mean, okay, so you go back to the early 90s when Spawn comes out, Image Comics, right? Nobody had seen anything like this at all with Spawn. It was Todd McFarlane running everything, uh, doing his own artwork, doing his own label, doing everything about it. And I absolutely fell in love with it. The character's so fascinating to me. And it's such a good classification of, I mean almost to a degree of an anti-hero what spawn is because you know i mean technically he becomes eventually he becomes king of hell uh just like hellboy which is also on my 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 mentions here and i love hellboy but spawn is it's got great design he has great enemies fantastic some of the best enemies i've ever seen in a comic book 
Uh, a lot of writers, too, if you don't know the history of Spawn, a lot of people criticized Todd McFarlane back in the day for his writing ability not being so top-notch. So people who really believed in the series jumped on, including people like Jeff Loeb and Alan Moore, to write issues because they loved the character Spawn so much. That's how much this character was loved, was the comic book community jumped behind it, especially the writer's community, and they started writing issues for Todd McFarlane because they wanted that, com- they wanted that character su- to succeed. Like I said, man, I've got my Spawn number one autographed here by Todd McFarlane. And it's still one of my like most precious treasures, if you will. Uh, what is yeah, your man. what is your number five, my friend? Speaking of Todd McFarlane, uh, well, because you know he did his great Spider Man run um, prior to going over the image or whatever, man. Spider Man, um, kind of. I don't want to say specifically the Venom suit because it's so many. You know, it's amazing. Spider Man is, you know, Spider Man two thousand ninety nine. It's it's a lot of versions of Spider Man that's super dope. But for me, he just influenced a lot of the style of like a spawn. So, of course, you know, you're going to hear him again on my list. Um, Just being teaching myself how to draw like Spider-Man is one of the first people that influenced me or first characters that influenced me and, and gives you like a base model for comic books in general. And just, you know, the whole Peter Parker story is kind of. You know, losing Uncle Ben and being raised by a single mother. That's his auntie. There's something in the hood that affect, <laughs> that I could connect to that whole family dynamic, man. And just the main thing with him, and I think that's what resonates with most people, is Spider-Man really is, as far as heroes are concerned, because this list doesn't necessarily mean heroes, you know what I'm saying? But... um He's like one of the truest definitions of it, where his heart is. It's kind of pure where it comes Absolutely. from. Man. He has, you know what I'm saying? It just seems like he, 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 he overcomes obstacles that, that would seem a little bit overwhelming for him. So Spider-Man definitely has to be on my list. And like I said, this is kind of a generic list. You can tell what big companies market to us and why, but it all generates from the, the comic book origins and history, man. There's reasons for that. So he's definitely got to be on there. Yeah, I mean, in the way that I would describe it is Spider-Man is the moral heart of the comic book, of the Marvel Universe, while somebody like Captain America would be the moral authority of the comic of the Marvel Universe. So it's, it's definitely, it's still, Spider-Man has one of my favorite iconic moments ever on screen, and it's in Spider-Man 2 in the movie when he stops the train and everybody starts carrying him out and they take off his mask and they're just getting there and they're going, he's just a kid. They just keep saying it like he's just a kid. We can't believe how young he is. And, you know, with this much response, it still gives me chills when I think about it. I just like the idea that Spider-Man beat Thanos. Yes! 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 All right. My number five. A little bit different. If you're going to talk about the moral authority, how about the uh, chaos in the Marvel Universe as a hero? Moon Knight! Moon <laughs> when they brought Moon Knight back in 2004, he wasn't a really well-known character in the Marvel Universe. Then they made him a thing, and they made him a crazy thing. He's insane. I love it. I read Moon Knight just to see how far he will go. He's like the Punisher, but with powers and mental instability. And I absolutely freaking love Moon Knight. One of my favorite characters of all time. I'd love to see him show up in the Marvel Universe but the, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But the problem is, is if you put Moon Knight in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, he would just kill everything. He would just try to kill everything one at a time because that's what he does. 
him and Deadpool, like he's the serious version of Deadpool, if you will. Yes, sir. Deadpool yes, made sir. my uh, made my also run list here too. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. What's your number four thought? Thanos, bro. And I, I told you this is kind of generic, and it's been a, a little bit inspired by you know the Marvel universe, the cinematic universe, but not really. Even before that, Thanos is Thanos is my favorite villain for yes. sure in the movies, and he was always one of my favorite villains in the comic books because he was just that ridiculous. Like the movie version of Thanos had to be nerfed a bit because the comic book version of Thanos is just was OP, especially with the Infinity Gauntlet. I mean, Absolutely. it wasn't. That movie would have lasted like three minutes. You know what I'm saying? They had to nerf him and to make some sense of it, it wouldn't have made any sense because the the I worship Lady Death and hate Deadpool because of it version of Thanos is way over the top. And there's nothing sympathetic about him. He's just completely the he's like the, yeah. the true definition. Like the he's like an exaggerated version of a psychopath. Like he has he ain't you know ain't no feelings there. Ain't no, no. heart. You know there's a reason why they call him the Mad Titan and he bought that motherfucking life. He's the ultra gangster, and he's dope, so he has to be on my list. I, I mean, he has to. He's one of the greatest villains of all time. He is one of the greatest villains of all time. Um, great choice. Excellent choice. My number four is John Constantine from the Hellblazer series. John Constantine. What can you say about him? He He's a necromancer who hunts demons, smokes a lot of cigarettes, and is just a, he, he's an indicative of the 90s. Like... That's the thing, is if you were reading Hellblazer in the 90s, you know exactly what I'm talking about. He was moody, he was dark, he was angry. He was like a version of the crow that wasn't as sad. Uh, (laughs) That's how I would put it. And I love the crow, I do, I love the crow. But John Constantine was that dude, man, really getting to the mix. And I still think that the movie Constantine's underrated. I like the movie Constantine. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I fucks with Constantine. Man, I love the um the second season or the second movie, excuse me, a, a new movie of Constantine is supposed to be coming out on Netflix, I believe, soon. I think I just saw that. I would be down um, for that. I like the animated movies. The the actual movie itself, though, for real, I, I'd agree with you. It's underrated. I enjoyed it. I've, I've watched that film several times. Yeah, dude. I absolutely agree. And you know me, dude. As a big horror nut, like, Constantine appeals to that sort of thing. Because it's yeah, really man. the darker side of DC and... I love any time Constantine would team up with somebody like Batman or, you know, a few other characters. One that will be mentioned here in a, in just a moment. What uh, is it? The Dark Justice League? Yeah, Justice yeah. League Dark. Justice League Dark. That's it. That's yeah. it. Did you see the animated movie with, with I, Batman? In I it? liked it, dude. I did. I mean, but, you know, that's what we're saying, bro. So great, great choice, man. A lot of people, want, you know, they, they sleep on Constantine, but he's he's super powerful, too, in his own little way. Absolutely. What's your number yep. three, buddy? Batman, bro. You, I'm, I'll try to keep it consistent, man. Cause you know, keep it real simple. Batman's that dude. Period. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, who? The reason and the reason, simply put, the reason why um I put Batman on here is because I mean, who the fuck doesn't like Batman? Yeah. Like two percent of all, like everybody. If you like comic books, you gonna fuck with Batman. You know what I mean? He's the, he's the, he's the opposite of Superman in a lot of ways. Yeah. And and he's just dope. It's just something about the darkness. Something about the original Batman actually killing folks that I always think is cool. <laughs> yeah, um, killing gangsters and, with his AKs yeah, and his yeah, Tommy and guns. Something, something real weird about you know a, a super rich white guy sacrificing. <laughs> 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 I like the idea. I think that's a good message to yeah. put out into the world. So yeah, Batman. I think he, you know, he's going. He and he got those hands, bro. 
Yep. And he got the motherfucking hands. He's you know got them hands, dude. So, yeah. Batman, Batman is is on my also mentions, but the reason I didn't put him on there was because it's like for me, anybody who knows me, you see the you see the Joker poster back here in yeah. my room. Yeah, like I'm just a Batman nut, dude. I'm a Batman nut, have been from the beginning. That's uh, what I'm saying, bro. Ever since I was a kid. My number three, somebody who faced off against Batman and is part of the Justice League Dark at times, Swamp Thing. I love Swamp Super Thing. Super great. Swamp Thing's one of my favorites. Just of all it's the tragedy. It's the monster who's the hero who's also the villain. Like it's a very he's a very complicated character. And if anybody hasn't gotten a chance, I highly recommend going to pick up Alan Moore's version of Swamp Thing. Um it's it's amazing. It's absolutely stunning. Just one of the best, most sympathetic characters in the DC universe. One of the most fully developed. Um I used to watch the TV show and the movie constantly. <laughs> like when I was a kid, I watched that Swamp Thing movie all the time. It's so silly. It is so yeah, man. silly. It really and Swamp Thing, I've said it before, I'll say it again. Swamp Thing is OP. People sleep on Swamp Thing's power level. Hell yeah. It's, 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 oh, it's really Swamp Thing is that he's like a God level character. I wouldn't say like Omega level definite. definite I don't know. He might be. He might be, he man. Might be. Like, he I might have to be... look into it. Swamp Thing is souped up, really, if you really think about it. Like the things he can control in the right environments, he's going to destroy everything. Like just absolutely. What's your number two, buddy? Man, these are easy for me, man. From from a little child, Wolverine, Logan, Weapon X. My he is that dude, bro. I got just bought a, another copy of Weapon X number eighty four, where it goes back and and tells you know the story how it became Weapon X and how they you know uh, meshed his skeleton with the adamantium and it's just something about Wolverine, man. That, it really it's, is. You know what I'm saying? It he is. It just embodies something. Like it's, even like it's, it's just it's the idea of his power. And, it's the brutality and, of it. It's the animalistic it's nature of it. I mean, I think like Wolverine is <laughs> that's the definition of American way, even though he's Canadian. Yeah. It's something yeah. about it that I've always connected with him, man. He's always gonna be one of my favorite characters. It's just that's just what it is. I'm interested to see who they're gonna in the movies gonna make. Um, I forgot uh, they showed a couple of people, but uh, in the actual movies, especially with this Disney merger and this Fox merger, forever finishes completing, and they come out with a movie. Who the new Wolverine is gonna be? Because I gotta fuck with it. And Logan is one of my favorite movies ever. Absolutely, and, and it's like the first character probably I really just really felt a connection to. Um, you know, but everybody knows Wolverine too. That's it's not a hard one. Uh, man, I remember going to see Logan for the first time in theaters and just, uh, the, the, the swelling in, in, in my chest and just kind of the, the, the <laughs> moments, man, we almost made it all the way <laughs> my childish brain listening to some shit. That one wasn't even your fault. I generally blame you for the foolishness. But that was my fault. I was like, I was like, I was too ready for it. I was like, damn, I was ready to be like, come on, damn it, Brian. And that actually was like a legitimate, yeah. you know, this explanation. And well, I'm over here with the, with the dirty mind. When they turned the cross over to an X and just, uh, I can't even talk about it. Can't even talk about it. Uh, my number two is the Punisher. My number two is the Punisher. Wow. Just that dude, man. Just that dude. I love the 2004 movie. I do. Uh, I love the TV show. I love the comic books. I love the fact in the far future in the Marvel Universe, the Punisher basically becomes a cult. Like, people follow the Punisher religion, if you will. He's just... Yes, they do. 
I mean, that's the thing about the Punisher. He's like a more violent version of the Batman. Like, that's what he is. is he's, he's more violent, and he will do anything to anybody he thinks is doing wrong, as we saw in the Daredevil Season 2. Uh, but he's been like that in the books, too, man. He's taken on Captain yeah, America. Man. He's taken on Iron Man. He's that kind of just He's weird... become War Machine. Yeah, dude, he has. Like, he just... He's even gone after Doctor Doom. He'll go after people with powers. He just does not care. He's just... I'm going to throw myself in there. Frank Castle is that guy. Who's Frank just, Castle is that dude. You know I fucks with the Punisher, bro. Great fucking choice. Great choice. Seriously. That Punisher. Is, yeah. That's my number two. It's Iconic Skull. The Iconic Skull logo. However, like, every time I see it on a truck now, I'm just like, I know who you are. <laughs> I know who you think you are. Like, and you're not that dude, motherfucker. Yeah. You're not him. No, no, you're not that dude. But the thing you give about the Punisher is he does what he thinks is right all the time, regardless. Yep. Doesn't consistent. listen. Just very consistent. Now I kind of want to watch the movie with Thomas Jane because I love that movie. That's Yeah, man. That whole part with the guy who walks into the restaurant with the guitar, like it's silly and it's cheesy, but it's a lot of fun. It's you know my favorite favorite movie version is still the Dolph Lundgren yes! cheesy, yes! cheesy version of Punisher, man. But that's, that's such still a my good favorite version. One. That's such yeah, a good man. version. All right, what is your number one, buddy? You know what it is, bro, and it, what, it, what it forever will be until something, you know, changes in the universe, bro. And that's Spawn, man. Al, the hero. You know, I got tattoos of Kratos on me. I got another tattoo of Spawn, the angel Spawn on my back. And it's for me personally, that is the comic book character I've always been able to connect to the most. Just the whole idea of the hell story. We've talked about this before. Like as a younger person, I, one of my favorite books that I read was Faust, and, and Faust was based off the doctor who sold his soul to the devil for love or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But he ended up tricking the devil and getting his soul back and getting his life back and everything else. And the whole idea with Spawn when I got a chance to to see that comic book it was just crazy and you touched on it earlier Todd McFarlane I mean first off his name is Todd so I was going to listen and pay attention to it then you made a black hero anti-hero yep. even though you burn his skin off that was still dope then you tie in the kind of false aspects to it you know and it, I was just hooked I just felt connected in the assassin and it, it was just it was grittier and it was different as a more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan like x-men was my shit from the cartoon and everything else but as i was getting older spawn just you know hit home man in every way even the villains that he had to fight like the violator like you said and then going even deeper into it the whole idea of image comics like you said with the writers a big part of the reason why everybody was coming over there was the the fact that they could own their their content you know what i mean and just what what we do Todd McFarlane has been a pioneer in the entertainment energy industry when it comes to that whole idea, as opposed to you doing all this work for this major corporation and and basically, you know, making other families generationally wealthy down the line for pennies. His idea is, you know, create your own content, have more control over what you do and what you do is what you own. So Spawn, my friend, with that long, long all around the way world explanation is always gonna be my number one when we do these comic book lists for absolutely dude spawn is just that dude man like he just everything about him the animated series too if anybody's not seen the Classic. animated series so good uh, has aged very well still fun to watch the hbo classic yes uh, it's yeah, got the little yeah, intros man. from todd mcfarlane it's yep. so good 
and the voice of Spawn, I forget his name. They but they did a perfect job matching that up. Yeah, like, that is Spawn. So I hope they don't fuck it up with the new movie. I, I, I like the ideas, and I saw something about uh, Todd McFarlane being okay with uh, directing like a crossover between Spawn and Venom. Yeah, that that would be fantastic. That would be amazing. I mean, how could you not love? Absolutely, dude. Yeah, the voice was Keith David. Spawn played Keith David. Oh, yeah. That, thank you. Thank you kindly, sir. Thank you kindly. But, yeah, man, so what's your number one on your list, sir? My number one is a little bit different. This is a real – you go back to Image Comics, right? This is uh, this is Warren Ellis's book. It's Transmetropolitan, and it's the main character from Transmetropolitan, which is Spider-Jerusalem. Spider-Jerusalem will always be my favorite character of all time. For people who have not read comic books or read dive dove into Transmet, I highly recommend it. So Spider Jerusalem has no powers. He has no powers whatsoever. He's not really a superhero. He is a lunatic journalist in the future who is fighting politicians left and right, evil politicians, just through the power of journalism and through the power of telling the truth and telling the real story of everything is going on. He's designed to kind of be a futuristic version of Hunter S. Thompson. His words are power in these books, and it's got some amazingly heartfelt moments in it. But for cult fans of comic books, this will stand out as the pick. But Spider-Jerusalem, if you ever get a chance, Todd, have you ever read Transmetropolitan? I will never read that shit, but I, knowing you, <laughs> realize how dope that is and how gangster that is, and I, that's why I fuck with you, bro. But yeah, no, I, nah, I'm good. I um, highly recommend checking it out, Todd. I really okay. do. I really right. 100%, at least going to check out the very first issue. Um, no, I'm with, I'm with you, man. I, I won't, I, I won't, and I won't check out Jessica Jones either. But <laughs> I like your pick. Nah, for real, that shit. Nah, I'm, I, I'm just, I'm just fucking with you, bro. I, I'm gonna definitely have to at least give it a glance, man. I, I think that's that's a genius premise, though, and that fits your personality like spot on, bro. That's that's crazy, man. I am going to send you a screen cap right now as we do our exit. But I'm telling you, Spider-Jerusalem, he's the hero that we would need today because he fights using information and the truth and is not afraid to be himself 100%. And in a world where we live off with just so much chaos, this is the guy that we need today in our corner. We need somebody like him. Todd, I just sent you one, a screen cap there from one of the comic books. I think you'll appreciate that. Uh, but until then, if you agree or disagree with our opinions, go ahead and let us know at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also hit us up on Facebook at skip the tutorial podcast. You can find us at Twitter at STT underscore pod. You can find us on Instagram at skip the tutorial podcast. And as we always do, Hold up, man. Wait, wait, wait. No honorable mentions real quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to do some honorable mentions. Just real quick. Rattle through them, man. Rattle through it. Rattle through it. I mean, you got... Like Magneto. We both got Magneto Magneto. on there. He's dope. You know what I'm saying? Professor X got to be on there. Uh, Who you got? Who you got? Harley Quinn. Harley Quinn. The Joker. Two-Face. All all the Batman villains. The See, you're a DC folks. Like me, Storm, Omega Level, Iceman, Omega Level. The Gambit Omega Level version. Yes. He got nerfed. Because you was too powerful to control it. Doctor Doom, of course. Like. Doctor Doom's amazing. Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler will always be one of my oh, yeah. favorite. Colossus. One more thing, too, man. Before we go to stay humble, because you made a great fucking point with your number one. 
like super super real and we talk about it all the time no the one thing about that is to be aware of the cognitive dissonance and that's another reason why i respect stan lee because he gave messages through magneto and through professor x that the reason why they penetrated was because it wasn't up front most people can't deal with upfront shit yep. don't forget that you in the 20 percent yep. that read books that's why i respect <laughs> you my friend well i appreciate it sir but until next time i'm gonna get my ego down uh <laughs> and i'm gonna stay humble Stay humble.